Dear Cheap Astronomy, How do we get mining products back to Earth? The current narrative on space mining seems to go in two directions. One direction is about in-situ resource utilisation, where there's no doubt it's a lot cheaper to source water from space than to launch it from Earth, and a similar principle applies to most building materials, like steel, concrete and glass. The mathematics of in-situ resource utilisation makes perfect sense, but begs the question of what the economic incentives are to build dwellings in space and source water from space to support people in space, as well as to support agriculture and the making of rocket fuel. If we can't identify what those economic incentives are, then we're just saying that we're going into space so we can go into space. The other more pragmatic direction that this narrative goes in is that we go to space to mine valuable materials and bring them back to Earth. If there's a profit in it, then everyone will start looking for efficiencies and economies in a supply chain, which might include building off-planet hostels for the miners and support staff, which means you could then benefit from in-situ resource utilisation. Anyhow, a key part of this supply chain story is that once you have a refined chunk of, say, asteroid-derived platinum, which is ready for sale, how do you actually get it to market down on the Earth's surface? You could have a vehicle like a space shuttle, which is launched from Earth, ideally with a hold full of space-bound cargo that you unload in orbit, while refined platinum is loaded aboard for the return trip. However, platinum is heavy stuff, so there are limits to how much you can land in this way. The advantage of a space shuttle or an automated SpaceX-style vehicle that can do retro rocket landings is that you immediately get your payload to a purpose-built base where you might have a truck waiting to move it on to the next point in the supply chain. The disadvantage of this approach is that these powered landings can't manage a lot of payload mass. Or to put it another way, you're expending an awful lot of fuel to land a lot of mass that isn't actually payload. So a better approach might be to do unpowered landings, which allows a lot more of the landed mass to be payload. To protect the integrity of the payload, you'd still want a heat shield, which will also usefully slow the payload's descent, though it won't be enough on its own to enable a soft landing. A chunk of platinum could certainly survive a hard landing intact, but it would be hard to convince the surface population that dropping high-speed projectiles from orbit is in any way safe. So really, you'll need a parachute and probably a landing site in a very remote area. If you are just landing large chunks of platinum, you don't need a pressurised capsule. Indeed, if you're landing in the desert, rather than splashing down on water, you don't even need a capsule. Just an aerodynamic framework that can hold your payload, heat shield and parachute together. You'll also need a parachute deployment system and a transponder so you can track your payload. So that means a battery and an electrical system as well. But that is about it, and after you unload the payload, all those remaining bits are either reusable or 
recyclable. But, that said, there might also be opportunities for in-situ resource utilisation. So, for example, if we did establish a mining refinery on the Moon, you could launch your refined platinum, derived from crashed asteroids, along with a heat shield made of a mix of mining waste and lunar regolith. And of course, launching this in the Moon's lower gravity would take a lot less fuel than launching the same mass from Earth. There's also space junk in Earth orbit, which offers a source of some metals, and otherwise it would just be a good thing to get all that junk out of orbit, if it's feasible and cost-effective to integrate this process into your space mining supply chain. Of course, a lot of this thinking is pretty much science fiction, or at least very expensive advanced engineering that no one is really likely to invest in without some small-scale proof-of-concept projects that convincingly demonstrate there's really a profit to be made.